Welcome to the Can I Pick Your Brain podcast, where successful entrepreneurs get their brains picked so you can apply mindset tricks and game-changing tactics that will help you become unstoppable. Now, here's your host, Daniel Geffen. Hi, fellow listeners, and welcome to Episode 7 of Can I Pick Your Brain? I have with me today Google AdWords expert Laura Moxham. Laura has been awarded Entrepreneur of the Month by Entrepreneur's Circle. She is the founder of Your Business Angels, an internet marketing agency that has been awarded top 5% of AdWords performers. Laura is also the owner of Tech Angels, an award-winning home and small business computer support company currently serving thousands of clients. Laura, welcome to the show and thanks for letting me pick your brain. No problem. Hi, Daniel. Thanks for having me come on board. Pleasure. I'm super excited to find out how you smashed it with Google Ads. But first, can you share a little about your background and what it was like growing up? Uh, Yeah. Well, my background is that my father, in terms of growing up and what I've learned with life, is uh, my father was an entrepreneur, serial entrepreneur, and really, really successful. And I've always looked up to him and always had a real passion. And I thought, that's exactly what I want to do. But went through school and through university and had an amazing time at university. But what I did was I did like leisure studies, which is to do with the, obviously the business industry, but it, it as I thought, the sports sector. So I did that. And it was a bit of marketing, bit of business, bit of everything, really. And then my from there, I kind of fell into PR, public relations. So I worked right. for T-Mobile in the UK. I was their European business and PR manager. So getting the, you know, these, these cool gadgets into the glossy magazines and the national papers and things like that. And my now husband was always really jealous saying, oh, I wish I had your job because then I'd have the latest gadgets. And I was thinking, right. well, no, it's a new gadget. It's not that exciting. So I did that. And I was just this kind of person that I am, I gave it 110% and was very successful with that. But always in the back of my mind I thought I'd love what my dad did you know he he had these incredible businesses and that's what I'd really like to do what was it that your dad did uh he had a door-to-door aerial photography company he was the first person to do it it was back in the 80s and grew a massive student program across the UK and then they took it to the states it was a really big uh, you know most red brick students will have heard of it was called Airpic and um, they had a massive sales organization and it was very you know, direct response marketing. It was, uh, yeah, very successful. Then, so no, no Google ads back then. No, 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 absolutely not. I don't even know if the internet was invented then. <laughs> but yeah, he, he was very successful. And from that experience, he then got involved in the telecoms industry. So, being a, be, yeah, so being a very successful salesperson and marketeer, he was then able to turn his he, him and his senior um, management team onto any other product. And it was just by chance that he was he, he got involved in the telecoms industry, didn't know anything about telecoms and was able to, within a short space of time, sell out his business car phone warehouse and the rest is history. So, wow. yeah, yeah, very, very successful. So going back to my story, uh-huh. um, you know, because I'd always looked up to what he was doing, I thought, OK, well, I want to have a, a sort of piece of the action and my brother had a computer repairs business around 300 customers really good looking after customers kind of coined the phrase the Harrods of Harpenden which is the town in which we live <laughs> looks after customers in a particular way and I thought actually if I could help grow your business by getting you new customers and working on the finance then that would help sort of cut my teeth in this business industry and marketing so I did that and you know a lot has happened since then we're now at sort of 4,000 customers and continually wow. growing that that is the link into AdWords. So we were able to grow that business using AdWords as a, a vast proportion of the way that we get in new customers. So you joined your brother's company, Tech Angels. Yeah. 
you grew that to what did you say 4000 clients yes uh, yeah just over 4000 yeah it's incredible and you did that predominantly through adwords and then you had the idea well hold on a second if i could do this for my brother's company then i could do that for many companies and you that's when you started your your yeah. uh, company business angels yes i think it, it was appeared it appeared that i had a bit of a talent with adwords and able to bring in customers on tap for this computer repairs business and then you know without breaking into a sweat we'd be getting in these into these customers and i thought actually it's a bit of a light bulb moment because i've got this skill looking after this particular business there must be you know many businesses out there that are not aware of AdWords, what it is, how it works, you know, that it's an untapped opportunity of new customers for their business. Right, just to put a plug in, just in case listeners don't understand what Google Ad, what Google AdWords is the, the adverts that come up when you type something into Google. There's like on the right hand side, you've got these little ads. And then also, I think the top three are, are ads. Yep. Otherwise, also known as pay-per-click. Some people might know it as pay-per-click. Going back just before we get into the AdWords side of things, I want to focus a little bit on the PR side. Mm. So how, why did you get into PR? Why specifically PR? To be honest, I just fell into it. I think with some of these things you do, and because of the sort of personality that I am and, um, you know, very chatty and, uh, you know, enjoy spending time with each other and helping, helping to, to add value to other people, it was something that naturally fitted quite well. So coming out of Leeds University, I went into London and got some experience with a PR agency just by chance. And I think I just then ended up carrying on that ladder and continued with the experience there then found you know was able to, to get a job at Adeco the recruitment company again in their PR department and then went through to T-Mobile and then I you know then coming back to that story I thought actually I don't really want to be in this corporate field I want to be um, sort of master of my destiny and wh where I'm going so that was when I thought nah I've got to get away from here. So how does a startup or small business get good PR if they have a tiny budget? Find a handful of local, uh, it depends on, on the business, but let's say it's like a, a, a local plumber or, or, you know, a local business. I would get a handful of your local publications, business publications, whoever it is that your target audience is reading. Go meet them. Go and take them out for coffee. You need to some, find some kind of hook as to why they want to speak to you. But maybe you could just say, look, you know, we've got really good stories in our business. It's great. You know, if you've got some case studies or something, perhaps you've won an award, an excuse to kind of talk to them, build up a relationship. It is all about relationships and them building an interest in your business. So that that was that would be the first place to, to go is to, okay. to just go meet them, go get, you know, put a face to the name and build up a relationship. Mm -hmm. Okay. And do you, do you think PR is still important nowadays since we have social media platforms which basically are free, easily accessible? Do, do companies, do you think companies still need PR agencies? I think it helps. It's part of an overall marketing approach. It's one of the pillars, should we say, you know, all these different marketing activities that you can do. I mean, I'm, I'm very much focused on direct response. So I like to do a marketing activity and know that, okay, we've spent £50 for this and we've got £100 back. So that's why PR is very difficult to sort of quantify in that way, because you build up a relationship, they, they hopefully, you know, write an article about you, but you're not going to know what has directly happened as a result of that article. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a good thing to have. I don't think it's the key thing. I think there's many other things that you could do for your business to help get that first, that fifth, that tenth customer for you. Right, 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 right. So with Business Angels, so Business mm -hmm. Angels, is it just AdWords or do you do other things as well? Or are you just specifically AdWords? Specifically AdWords. So okay. AdWords is about, um, like you quite rightly said, it's the advertising on the Google search 
platform. So when you put in any kind of search criteria like uh, computer repairs Harpenden, you know, the, the ads would come across the top and along the right hand side. And you only pay when somebody actually clicks on those ads and takes them to the, le to the, to the website. So there's that. Uh -huh. But also there's YouTube advertising. So if you're looking for YouTube in that example of the computer repairs, if you're going to YouTube to understand how to remove a virus, let's say, mm -hmm. you can have a, a video advert that is put just before the video that they're watching. And right. it encourages people to, um, you know, the video would be saying, look, you want to remove a virus. Have you tried X, Y and Z? And you'd give three top valuable tips of how they could remove it and then say, look, you know, we're here to help. If that doesn't fix the problem and it's a little bit deeper, then give us a call and we'll be able to get that resolved for you. So it's very much around giving some value to the to the right kind of target audience and then taking them to your website or taking them to a call to action. Do you know how you mentioned that the ads are on the side mm -hmm. and on the top there? Yeah. Don't you think people are becoming a lot more savvy and a lot more aware that they that these are ads and therefore they're avoiding them, they're not clicking on them? Do you, do you know what the percentage of people clicking on these ads at the moment is? Yeah, the, the last research that I saw is 40% of people click on what? the ads. But I, really? Yeah, it, but I actually think it's a lot wow. more than that now. Because when you do a search, look, Google's in, in business to you know, make a, make a size money. of make profit. Money. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And so they're going to make the advertisers a lot more prominent than the natural listings. So now when you do a search, you're going to see the, the ads across the top, the three ads, the ones along the side. Then you're going to see Google's map. Then underneath that, which is usually what's called below the fold, so you have to, you know, actually scroll down scroll. the page to see the natural listings. And in actual fact, if people understood more about AdWords, the ads that they see should be very relevant to what you're looking for. So whilst it's a paid for advert, Google will only show the ads if they're really relevant to what somebody's typing in. So if somebody's typing in, um, you know, ice hotel holiday, you're not going to click on something and it'd be very irrelevant because Google just won't show it because it, oh, it's a long story, but, but it, with Google, it's right. all about relevancy. Google will advertise companies that are really relevant to that particular search term. So right. whilst you might think, oh, I'm not clicking on that and for, as it, because it's an ad, actually, that's probably the best company that you could be looking for because it's the, the sweet spot of what you're looking for. Right. So let me ask you this. Yeah. What, if I'm if I'm a small business, why wouldn't I manage my own campaign? Like, why do I need to hire a company like yours, pay you, I'm assuming you charge a monthly retainer to manage the campaign? Why wouldn't I just do it myself? Yeah, there's a few reasons for that. Absolutely. You know, AdWords is relatively easy to do. Somebody can go into an AdWords account, create create a campaign, and off you go. You know, you could... Not only that, but Google actually walks you through it with, with tutorials and everything. Yep, that's right. However, Google want you to spend lots of money and they don't show you the most economical and the most efficient and strategic ways to be able to achieve your goal. So if you look at your business and you think, okay, I want to be getting a customer through, you know, to ring you at a cost of, let's say you're prepared to pay £30 to get a new lead come through. What you need to be doing is making sure that you know those numbers so that when you've got an AdWords campaign and you're spending your money and it's achieving you a certain number of clients, it's achieving your goal. Now, what you could do is you could absolutely you can get Google to, to set it up for you. But what they would be doing is they would show you very top line how to do it. But it'll be quite inefficient. So with Google, it's all about relevancy, like I say, and you need to make sure that you're using all the right aspects of a Google AdWords campaign to, to make sure that you're getting as many leads as you can for as little cost. 
And if you're doing it yourself, you won't have anything to benchmark it against. You don't really know if it's working or not. You don't know how to optimize it and make sure that it's it's continually at the top of the page because effectively it's a bidding a bidding auction bidding. so when you do a search at that very second google has got all these things going on all these algorithms that will determine what position on the space you are and also how much you're going to pay as well so it's it whilst it's simple in theory it's a hugely complex beast and it's getting more and more complex because of the more added functionality they put to the to the platform so yeah if you decide to do it that's great but do what you would do, you know, do what you do best. So if you're best at talking to clients and, you know, and doing, you know, physiotherapy sessions or whatever it is that your business is, do that mm-hmm. and let the experts get the best out of your Google AdWords. Right. And let's actually- much time to invest in it. Right. I'm actually really glad you talked about bidding wars because one of the things that I, I struggle with understanding is how do you deal with highly competitive markets where the big boys are dominating the AdWords space because they've got you know, unlimited amounts of cash. Uh, they got high monthly budgets. How do you go up against these guys and uh, and still manage to, to rank in the AdWords? Yeah. If you are a local business, that is the best way that you can show that you're very different. So, for example, Interflora will be spending tens of thousands of pounds advertising to be at the top of Google. Now, if you're a local florist, you actually trump them because you can show that you're a local florist in I don't know, Surbiton, for example, Surbiton Florist. (laughs) Surbiton's a place in the UK for those that are not in the UK. Oh, yes, apologies. (laughs) And it's a lovely place, I have to say. But so so Surbiton Florist, and what you can do is within your Google AdWords account is show your exact address. You can show your exact telephone number so that Mm. the person in Surbiton looking for a florist knows that you're local. Now, that is much more appealing than potentially, you know, getting the business done through Interflora. So you would actually be paying less per click because it's a lot more relevant as Google sees it. You're local, you've got a local telephone number. Interflora can't do that. They don't have a local address. You, you know, don't pick that example apart, but you get the principle that yeah, you, can no, actually, you can actually go against these big corporate companies. However, you know, you're saying about these bidding wars, there is a problem. If you are a national company and the cover the whole of the UK, for example, or, or Europe, you would be competing against these big boys. And it does come down to a price war as well as using Google for it what it does best so using the, all of the right aspects within an AdWords campaign for example I, we did a we do an audit so we would go into somebody's AdWords account and say look okay we can be getting you more leads for less and these are the reasons why and we'll pull up, pull apart the campaign so we did an audit on a company a big national company that was spending 70,000 pounds a month 70,000 pounds a month 70,000 pounds a month it's a, a gym membership and, you know, having audited their account, there was a number of areas that they were wasting money and a lot of strategic ideas that, that we had that could be implemented to, to you know, to, to save them. I think it was like a third of the spend. Wow. So, yeah, you know, these big, big, big companies also have flaws in the way that they're doing it because it goes back to what we were saying about earlier. You could do this yourself. So they might have somebody in-house that does it, but they have no experience on all of these different campaigns, all these different sectors. So you can use different strategies to achieve a much better result. Hmm, interesting. So, yeah. You know, when I was um, running an AdWords campaign for my telephone answering service business, one of the pa- I was a little bit paranoid because I thought maybe my competitors can just sit there and click on my ads all day long, right? Mm. 
So how, how do you stop that from happening? Google are very hot on that. They've got a click fraud department. So as soon as they see that the same person or IP address is clicking on an ad, then you get that would then stop. So they're a lot more hot on that now. Definitely. Mm, OK, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. What's a typical like ROI for someone to expect when hiring your company for AdWords on a budget? This is a pretty poor answer okay but yeah. it's very true it all depends on the market sector it depends how competitive it is it depends how you know if it's a local business so it all depends for example a lawyer can be spending in excess of 60 to 100 pounds per click now wow. exactly but then you've got e-commerce websites where the cost per click because it's a very niche sector could be paying 25p a click so it really depends all I would stress is no your numbers know how much a client is worth to you and how much you're prepared to pay to acquire that customer or that lead to come through the door so for example with our computer repairs business we're acquiring customers at say 25 pounds a customer but they're spending 100 pounds in the first appointment so mm -hmm. we're able to you know to, to actually profit even from that first appointment however that customer will use us you know they, they typically you know don't don't move away from us as a business because we look after them in such a special way you know, they may die rather than going anywhere else, unfortunately, because, you know, we look after their computer for such a long time. But that would be, say, £25, whereas for a lawyer, it may be that it's going to cost them, say, £300 to acquire a customer. It all depends on the competitors of the market, how effective your campaign is. Uh, there's a whole different uh, array of reasons. One question I've always, it's always sort of bothered me, um, and it goes back to the whole thing of, do I you know, do I buy a house or do I keep paying rent every month? And it's the same thing with, with, with I feel like with Google AdWords versus organic SEO. You know, do I invest money into Google AdWords where it's constantly being poured out every month like a rental property or do I invest mm -hmm. money into SEO, get it organically listed and then it's like buying a home on Google's, you know, on Google's page, so to speak. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, SEO and AdWords are two entirely different things. Just to, just for the benefit of your listeners. So sure. the SEO is when you effectively do techie things on your website to make sure that Google feels that you're relevant. Now, this can take at least six months, depending on how competitive the, the sector is. At least six months to be able to start to get your website ranked. So, that, so the position of your of your placement higher up the Google list. Now that takes a lot of time. Google often changes their algorithms, so the criteria in which they grade your website, um, mm -hmm. and you have absolutely no control over that. So that's that's SEO. It's a good long-term strategy, and again, I would say it's a bit like PR. I think it's a useful activity to do to help boost your business. Now, on the other side, AdWords, there's a lot more guarantees in place. So you can guarantee that you'll spend a certain amount of money and a certain amount of people are going to click through onto your website. Now, as long as your website and the page that you take people to is geared towards getting them to call you then you know it, it works very very well but you you need to optimize the AdWords account you need to continually be on top of it but you can have your ad at the top of Google within hours that's you know that's a guarantee now how with, much, AdWords. with AdWords that's right because it's a played paid for advertising platform so that's great you know exactly where you are there it's just whether that's why it's really really key to know your numbers to know that whether the cost per click and how many customers you gain back as a result works for you mm -hmm. yeah Perry Marshall is a name that I keep hearing about he's like one of the biggest influencers in the AdWords space mm -hmm. 
Do you follow Perry and would you recommend our listeners to follow his advice? Or is yeah, he definitely. No, 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 absolutely not. No, 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 no. I've done one of his top courses. You know, that's one of the key guys that I've learned from. Also, one of the, the world's top AdWords trainers as well I've learned from. But no, absolutely. Perry Marshall does a free AdWords course. It's fairly short, but it gets, you know, cuts your teeth a little bit on AdWords. And mm-hmm. that would be worth having a look at. But no, he's absolutely incredible. So you were trained by the world's number one Google AdWords trainer? Yes. Yeah. yeah. First of all, was it, I'm assuming that was probably very expensive. I ended up spending a lot of money, yes, with all these. Do you want, do you want to give out the amount or is that too? Uh... Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's a fair amount of, of work. But th- th- I mean, that's the thing. I've, <laughs> I've invested a lot in my training and that's why, you know, we're in the position that we're able to, you know, win awards. You know, two of my clients had their biggest month to date ever and they're well-established businesses. You know, that's why wow. we're now able to get incredible results for our clients. Yeah. So you don't think you would have achieved what you've achieved without hiring this this person? Well, it goes back to what you said a, a while ago. You know, is it worth me doing AdWords or is it worth me getting somebody else to do it? I mm-hmm. could have possibly learnt, you know, achieved all of these results, but I would be eight years down the line. I would be, you know, spending a lot more money on AdWords. But this was able to help short circuit some of those learnings. You know, why reinvent the wheel? You know, somebody else was right. able to help teach me, of which we've now applied to many other businesses, and it works incredibly well. A hundred percent. I mean, when I started my podcast, so I hired a guy who's already been, who's been podcasting and um, I paid him a fair amount of money, but I launched my podcast in two weeks. It would have taken me at least six months and it, okay. and it cut the time down to two weeks. So it's definitely worth it. By the way, I was looking at your Facebook page today. It, one of the things you wrote was, I'm getting too many leads to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure everybody would love to have that problem. What would you say is the main contributing factor that's bringing in so many leads? Relevancy. It's all about, with AdWords, it's all about making sure that everything is relevant. So if it's relevant, more people are likely to click through. So let's go back to that, uh, like a physiotherapy, physiotherapist in Basildon. So again, it's another place in the UK, but it's a local search. Somebody is looking for a physiotherapist. Now, if they see the ad that says physiotherapist Basildon, you know, guaranteed results, availability today, there's a high likelihood that you're going to click through because your, your human nature is, oh, they've just put in the ad exactly what I've typed in. So that must be exactly what I'm looking for. So you click right. through and then they get to a page where it's got a, a video of somebody that's been, you know, they've fixed their back and they're incredible. You know, I can, I can, um, you know, my back has no pain now. So it gives you the trust that this company can do a good job. And there's a clear call to action to give them a call and book an appointment to get their back fixed. So it's all very relevant. So as long as you're doing all of those things continuously and you're continually improving, you know, making marginal gains on the ad copy, the landing page and all of the aspects in the background of AdWord, then it it is, uh, you know, on tap. So you can turn it on and turn it off when you want it, essentially, once you've got it all working very well. Yeah. So this particular client, you know, they just said that they're just getting too many leads. Um, Yeah. So it's great. So it wasn't, oh, wait, that's oh, what we sorry. It wasn't, oh, it wasn't you that said that. It was some, you're, you were quoting oh, the client. client. The client, yes. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. I don't know how long ago it was, but I hired your company. I hired you, essentially, hmm. for, for my telephone answering service. I don't know how, how long was it, a year, two years, three years ago? I can't remember exactly when it was. But one thing I remember from the whole thing that struck out about, I think it was about a week or two after I hired you, I got a package in the mail, um, oh, yeah. very, un- 
A very, yeah, I didn't suspect it at all. And I open up the package and it's a, it's a beautiful box of chocolates and the chocolates spelled out something like, thank, thank you Daniel. so much. <laughs> thank you, Daniel. Yeah, it said my name as well. Yeah. It was very personalized. I was so surprised. I'm telling you, I don't, I think it might have been even two years ago, something like that. And I still remember it today. Oh, they're sat on the desk I, or have you eaten them all? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I don't remember exactly what I did with them, but. First of all, are you still doing that? And, and, and second of all, what, what has been your response with that? Because I feel like a lot of companies, they, they miss a trick. And I think this is one of those things that, I mean, how much did those chocolates cost you anyway? I mean, what was it? Um, about 15 pounds, yeah, 10 to 15 pounds, yeah. 10 to 15, for 10 to 15 pounds, I mean, it's such a small amount, but it made such an impression on me. And, I, and you know, it, it's incredible. What, what other things have you have you sort of done or what, what is it? Are you still doing the chocolates? Is that still? Yeah, we do actually. Yeah. It's not something that we do all the time. I think it's it's nice to mix it up with different ideas. So we do chocolates. We send cards. If somebody's told us that they've done something special or something special has happened to them, then we'll send them a card. Or if they're moving offices, we send uh, balloons to people, like helium balloons with a message on there once they've had some you know good good results coming through. So there's a number of different things that we do. What kind of responses have you had from them? Yeah, just delighted, surprised. You know, it's not something that they'd seen before and they certainly don't get that from other suppliers. So I think it makes us memorable. Yeah, I think it's just, it's always nice to get something as a surprise through the post. So we've talked about all your successes and, and uh, things that have worked for you. Can you give us some examples of failures that you've encountered and what you've learned from them? I don't know if there's it's... failures as such. No, I guess for us it's about making sure that clients are getting great results and in order to do that we have to grow our team and make sure that we have the right systems in place so that is something I wasn't aware would be needed so quickly so where we started the business we quite rapidly attracted a lot of customers which I genuinely had no idea we would get those customers so quickly and I guess it's right. you know good news travels fast and so we had to grow the team and to be able to look after these new customers of which I was like oh gosh well I need to get that sorted then so it's about making sure that you've got the systems in place to be able to help grow your business. Mm-hmm. I think it's so basically make, make make sure that you've got it. And I think it comes also down to when you're going to, to hire a company, even if I'm going to hire a company like yours for AdWords, I think it's important to have you talking about what's a client worth to you. Because if I'm going to spend £500 a month, but how many clients, how many new clients do I need to make that, uh, to, to justify spending £500 a month? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. I think that you, yeah, it goes back to what we were saying earlier. I think it's really key to understand exactly what's going on within an AdWords campaign and to be able to be at the, you know, like we're a Google partner. So we get to know all the latest things from Google, all the different changes that they're making to campaigns. And, you know, somebody that's just doing it themselves wouldn't be able to know that information. So, yeah. So just before we wrap up, Laura, can you share with our listeners what they should start doing today to get started with using Google AdWords? What should the first things, what should they do? Know your numbers. I think that's really important to be able to gauge then when it's, whether it's working. Find out what competitors are doing. But in order to, to get it going today, you could create yourself an AdWords account. Go, there's some Perry Marshall's course or there's some other tutorials that you can watch online and just have a, um, have a little play with it and see 
how that works for you. Uh, but I think one of the key things that anybody that is starting out with AdWords needs is a remarketing campaign. So remarketing is when somebody's been on your website, anyone, doesn't matter if they've just come to you through SEO or Facebook or just clicked on an email that you've sent through, anybody that comes to your website, they should be, they are then shown ads as they sort of mooch around the internet after that. So this is something, just a simple piece of code that goes across your website and it's so effective and the cost per click is very, very low. So if you don't have remarketing campaign, I would stress that you should get at least that set up at the very least. Well, Laura, this has been very, very valuable. Thanks so much for letting me pick your brain. Thank you to all my fellow listeners for tuning in. Go make something happen today and maybe one day I'll be picking your brain. You've been listening to the Can I Pick Your Brain podcast. Inspiration without perspiration is like a tiger without teeth. So to put these ideas into action, head over to danielgeffen.com.